with some glad morning when soft is o'er I'll fly away to a home on God's celestial shore I'll fly away oh I'll fly away oh glory I'll fly away oh when I die hallelujah by and by I'll fly away when the shadows of this life have grown, oh, I'll fly away like a bird from these prison bars have flown. I'll fly away, oh, I'll fly away, oh, glory, I'll fly away. When the wind I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Just a few more weary days and then I'll fly away to a land where the joy shall never end. I'll fly away. Oh, I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. All right. Can everybody hear me well enough? Uh if you can get a prayer through, pray for this wind to stop for just for a little while. I, I told somebody I went and got a couple rocks laid over here, and I went and got another rock, another rock, and I think I got about six rocks holding my papers down. Uh, but we do appreciate everybody coming out and uh, being in our service. Uh, it looks like maybe next Sunday we may be uh, having church indoors. There's a good possibility of it. And I told someone I've enjoyed the outdoor services, and maybe if we do get back on a normal and regular schedule, maybe a few times this summer and toward the fall, we'll have outdoor service just like this. Just uh, that way you can bring your chairs, sit outside of your cars, and just have an old-time uh, uh, outdoor service. But uh, I want to read this scripture here. Uh, this morning I was uh, looking at some different scriptures, and uh, Carol and I was talking about, you know, what the Lord's done and the goodness of the Lord. It said in Psalms 103, verse 1, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and this is a good part, forget not all his benefits, who giveth us, who giveth all thine who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. And so uh, I can personally say, and uh, I know some sitting outside the cars, some inside the cars, 
you can holler, you can blow your horns, uh, whatever. But how many knows there's benefits in serving God? You blow your horn, let us know all about it. Praise God. Praise God. I tell you what, it's a, there's a value in serving God that surpasses any, any value of anything in this world. And uh, be able to have the peace of God down in your soul and, uh, and uh, just uh, be able to lay down of a night and have that great, great peace rest upon you. Uh, this service today, you know, it's Mother's Day, and, and I'm not usually too traditional with the uh, messages and all the things about holidays. Uh, but I felt like that uh, in this service today, our Mother's Day service, um, unless I made a mistake, I think we've got about four ladies in the church and uh, uh, not able to be here today. Uh, that's 90 years old plus. Uh, I think maybe last week, Sister Margaret Olinger got to listen to the service, and she's not doing real well, from my understanding. So uh, we want to dedicate this service today to Sister Margaret, being a great mother to her children. Sister Louise Hayden, uh, that's still able to come. She fell this week. Uh, thinks she's broke some ribs. Sister Anna Mae Hunt, uh, that's not been able to come to the house of God for quite some time, been faithful throughout the years, and time is just uh, caught up with a lot of these uh, ladies. And then one is not really a mother, but she's been a mother. Uh, Lorraine Wilson, Sister Lorraine Wilson. She's been a mother to her relatives, her nephews, her nieces, even child, other children that wasn't her uh, relatives. All the years that she taught school, but she took and cared for them. And so we want to dedicate this service to these ladies today and ask the Lord to uh, bless them and touch them. They need help. And uh, everybody that's got a request, just raise your hand, blow your horn, something. Let us know that you got them. Praise God. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer and and again, we've got other people in the church that's sick and shut in, not able to be with us. Uh, we've got a lot of lost people. We've got people that just needs God's help in some way. And so we're going to pray, and everybody would. Let's just all pray together and ask God to touch. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, as we come before you today, Lord, in prayer, knowing, Lord, that our help, Lord, lies within you. We ask you, Lord, you touch each one of these individuals, Lord, in these requests. You know the hearts and needs of each one. Lord, you know the trouble hour that we're in. But, God, we feel a great settled peace here in this little old service today in Buckeye Holland. God, we're looking, Lord, for you to bring things, Lord, back around to normal. We thank you, Lord, that out of all of this, Lord, it's got each one of us, not just some, but each one of us, Lord, thinking about the blessings, God, that you blessed us with and maybe not intentionally, Lord, we, we we've taken some of them for granted, been able to assemble ourselves together and go places, do the things. But, God, when this is all over and said and done, Lord, we want to acknowledge you, Lord, above all things, God. And we want to be faithful to you, faithful to the house of God, faithful to our prayer life, faithful in just doing everything we can to, for you. We ask you, Lord, to bless our service. Bless those, Lord, as they leave here today. Watch over their families, their loved ones, and keep them safe. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Praise God. All right. Uh
Brother Robert, Hayden, hurry, run. Now, don't run, Robert. You liable fall. Get Brother Robert uh, to sing real quick. And uh, uh, some of you maybe have got to hear Brother Robert's testimony in the service we had. I think there was something like 500 and some views right off of that, what the Lord did for him and his wife, saving them. And uh, when they didn't have a home, God's let them have a home. They're in the process of owning their home. And God's uh, given him a job and a little side business. I mean, he just poured out blessings upon him and Kathy, and uh, we appreciate what the Lord's done for him. There is coming a day when no heartache shall come, no more clouds in the sky. No more tears to dim the eye. All is peace forevermore on the happy golden shore. What a day, a glorious day that will be. What a day that will be. Jesus I shall see And I look upon his face The one who saved me by his grace And he takes me by the hand And leads me to the promised land What a day There will be no sorrow there, no more burden to bear, no more sickness, no more pain, no more parting over there. And forever I will be with the one who died for me. What a day, a glorious day that will be. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see and I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. And he takes me by the hand And leads me to the promised land What a day, a glorious day That will be Praise God Amen That'll be a wonderful day, won't it? Praise God And you know that's what we're here Today, for this is just part uh, of our journey, another day, another mile on our way toward heaven. We're on a journey, praise God, and uh, that's what life is all about. We're we're headed to a better land, just like the children of Israel. They were headed to the promised land, and I tell you what, we're headed to the promised land, aren't we? Praise God, and how many is happy to be going toward that in that promised land? Praise God, Amen. I don't know this to be the truth, but I've heard this all my life said it takes uh, 
more muscles to frown than it did to smile. Amen. Praise God. How many can give us a big smile here today? Praise God. That's right. Praise the Lord. And uh, again, we do appreciate the Lord. Uh, I thought I seen hope here somewhere. Where's that? All right. Hope, but come and sing. Pray for us. He come. The Lord just help her. to the Word of God just a little bit here, and uh, you know, if you've preached as long as I have, and you've heard as many messages as I have heard, there's not much that you haven't preached about at some point or another in life. Uh, 
But uh, several days ago up in the night, uh, I felt the Lord just impress upon me to preach on a thought that uh, in one sense I've never preached it before. I know I've never used this title. And uh, I just want to read a couple of verses found in the book of Genesis chapter 2 and chapter 3, verse 21. And it said, And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God hath taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she has, was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. And uh, as far as I know of, in verse 24 I read, where it talks about uh, when a man and a woman marries, uh, they are to leave the household, the father and the mother. And uh, again, uh, this being Mother's Day, this is the first mention in the Bible. Now, first off, uh, Eve did not have a mother. Did you ever think about that? She was created. And so, but God knew the future of mankind that uh, man would uh, populate, multiply, and that there would be, uh, we had it set up that women were to bear the children, and they bore the name of being called a mother. And we look in Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Amen. The mother of all the living. And so we have this here in the scriptures two uh, 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 statements made about a mother. And again, about Eve uh, being the first mother that we can ever uh, read about in the word of God in the history of time Eve was the first mother and so much uh, uh, has been said about Eve and her children and the things but but again as, as far as uh, we're trying to say today in honoring our mothers uh, that are present and those that have gone on to be at the Lord it's a wonderful thing to have somebody you can call mom or mother and I begin to think about in the word of God uh, about some others, but I want to give you a title, and this may uh, sort of shock you just for a little bit. I'm going to preach to you about a mom with no name, a mom that had no name that we know about. But I can read to you and give you ten examples of some people in the Word of God that were outstanding mothers, and uh, we read and, and find in the Word of God there was a lady by the name of Sarah. Uh, she was a mother. The, uh, it tells us here in her reference is she's a mother that who waited. What did she wait? She waited upon the promises of God. Praise God. And so she's a prime example 
of a mother that willing to wait for the promises of God. How many knows that God's got promises to us? Praise the Lord. If we'll do the things right and serve God, uh, He's made great and precious promises to us. We find also in the Word of God, uh, there was an Egyptian slave. Her name was Hagar. Uh, she was a maid servant to Sarah, the wife of Abraham. Uh, we don't know a whole lot about her, but we know enough that there became a jealousy when she uh, became uh, had a child, and there was a division in the home, and there was hard feelings, and so she fled her homeland. But an angel met her one day, and uh, he told her to return. But later on, Hagar and her son Ishmael were sent away into the desert where she believed they both would die. But you know what? God was faithful to come to her in the middle of her distress. And so she is looked at upon a mother uh, that is one that who has endured, endured hardships, endured resentment and hatred and different things. But God told her, he said, I'm going to bless you and uh, there will be a people come out of you. Praise God. Amen. Another mother here. Just bear with us on the rocks and the wind. We find that there was a lady by the name of Rebecca. She had a name. She's a mother. It says, who believed? Believe what? Believe what God said. She bore two sons, Esau and Jacob. We read and find there was a uh, there was two mothers that shared the same husband, Leah and Rachel. Uh, that was a spouse unto Jacob. He had to wait on the one that he really loved more than the other because he had been deceived. We look in, at another one here, uh, the mother of Moses, Jochebed. Uh, she was that mother that had a plan, praise God. She had it all figured out. She knew that the children were going to be destroyed. And, and so she f prayed and asked God, God, what do you want me to do? God impressed upon her what to do, take the child down by the brook because Pharaoh's daughter would come by at a certain time of the day and bathe there and, and then maybe just by chance that she would see that child and have compassion upon it. And in her plan, God allowed her to become her own son's nurse and get paid for it. Now, that's a great big God, isn't it? Praise God. And so what is it? She was a mother that has a plan. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm glad that there's been mothers in our lives that had a plan for us. And they saw fit to help do everything they could uh, to encourage that plan. And they no doubt have prayed and asked God, What do you want for my boy? What do you want for my girl? We read about another mother here. The Bible don't tell us, but history tells us her name, Zell Pontiff. Uh, she was a mother of Samson. And a mother who followed the rules. She was told how to raise him, how to keep him, how to keep him away from the wine and strong drinks and uh, not let his uh, life be defiled with those things. He was to be a Nazarite. And so here was a mother that followed the rules. Aren't you glad for you that's been raised with mothers that followed the rules, that taught you right from wrong and helped help you uh, get a good start in life? How, how precious is that today? Praise God. Amen. And so we read about a mother-in-law. Amen. That she shared her faith with her two daughter-in-laws. 
Her name is Naomi. And she took uh, that faith that she had when she was in her homeland and went into the land of Moab. And there uh, her, her sons married some uh, ladies. And as uh, we find that they had respect to her because she continuously served her God through the hard time, through the death of her husband, through the death of her children. She never did let it just quite uh, get her completely down and out. She was down over it, but she never went out of it, praise God. And so here is a mother, praise God, that uh, uh, shared her faith. Aren't you glad that we've had moms that wants to share their faith with us, praise God. I've told this story many times, and every one of us have got stories to tell about our mothers. But my mom done gone on to be with the Lord, but Ted's over here in the car, and he can tell you, boy, the many times we wanted to go camping, she'd say, oh, I had a bad dream. I don't think you ought to go. Well, you might as well shut up about it because you weren't going to get to go. Well, no use to arguing with her. Amen. But uh, she of a nighttime, I remember when Laney was in the Marine Corps, and he got orders, I think, at least three or four times to go to Vietnam. He would call home. We didn't even have a telephone. Had to use the neighbors. Wasn't too many telephones in Buckeye during that time. But uh, anyway, he'd call home, say, Mommy, I got my orders to go to Vietnam. And uh, she'd go to the Lord in prayer. And I was just a little old fellow there, uh, somewhere around uh, 9, 10, 11 years old during that time period. She'd go to praying of a night, and I could hear her close the door, and I could hear her speaking in tongues, and she'd kneel beside the bread, Brother Mike, and her, her knees would play a tune on the floor. She'd shout and praise God and pray, Lord, don't let my boy go over there, Lord, and get killed and something happened to him. A day or so later, he'd call home, and he'd say, Stephen, he'd say, hey, they changed my orders. I don't know what happened, but they changed my orders. He never understood why it happened, but people were being sent uh, over there to fight in that war uh, right and left. They were dying, but my mom went to the Lord in prayer. I couldn't hardly remember a night that I didn't hear my mom praying and asking God to watch over children. Amen. And I'm sure as I got older that she prayed a lot of prayers for me. And I love my dad, and he, he had a great influence on me uh, about work and uh, work ethics and things. But my mom really, really uh, had a place in my heart and life that uh, still, still bears some impressions upon me today, praise God. And so we find here there was a mother by the name of Hannah, the mother of Samuel. Uh, she was a mother who kept her promise. You remember what she did? She asked God, said, if you'll do such and such, give me a child. When he gets a certain age, I'll, I'll give him to the Lord. In other words, I'll take him to the church. I'll take him over to the priest. I'll take him down there. Let me tell you something, mamas. If you're here, it is your responsibility to take your children to the house of God. Teach them right from wrong. Tell them what's good and what's bad. Tell them what to avoid. One fellow said one time, he had a little girl. He said, I'm, I'm going to let her make up her own mind. My, how dangerous that is. They need the influence of that mother's teaching. Praise God. And so a mother that, that, that'll uh, keep her promise with the Lord. 
and, and she kept her promise. And when he reached a certain age, she took him to the house of the Lord and presented him to the priest and to live and be there and be a worker in the house of God. Amen. I remember uh, my mom, before she passed away, she'd come to church and, and uh, she'd always... No matter how many people we had, how many visitors was there, she could care less. But she wanted me to sing. She would request, could, could you sing that song, Working on the Bill? And uh, I, 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 I'm not a good singer, uh, but I tell you what, it was enough to get her to shout. <laughs> Praise God. She'd shout all over the place. She'd wring her hands and she'd clap her hands and it didn't have, she didn't have to have nobody else shouting, praise God. But if I'd sing, she'd shout. Praise God. If I'd been an evangelist, I took her with me. Praise God. That'd been a good deal, wouldn't it? You'd had at least one shouting at you preaching, shouting at you singing. But anyways, uh, how good it was to have a mother like that. And we find that there was one by the name of Elizabeth. The mother who believed in the miracles. Amen. Another one that had, uh, they thought that sin had prevented her from bearing a child. Amen. But you know what? In their day, they thought it was a disgrace not to be able to bear a child. But you know what? God came to her and told her she was going to have a child. Praise God. And we find that uh, she's a, a one that believed in miracles. Praise God. How many times has there been mothers and seen their children in situations and looked like there was no way out, no hope, but God provided a miracle. They said, God, I believe in you, Lord, you're going to be able to do it. Remember, I'm preaching to you about a mother that has no name. We find at the top of the list a woman by the name of Murray, the mother of Jesus. So much could be said about her. Amen. But I've read to you ten mothers that has a name. My mom's name was Zella. And I know that people are going to be listening to this on uh, video and recording. They're not going to be able to hear you. But can you, with me, call your mama's name? One, two, three. Zella. Did y'all call your mom's name? Let's do that again. I don't know if you caught what I'm saying. I want you to call your mom's name right now. My mom's name is Zella. Praise God. Zella Zone. Praise God. And so I want to get to where that I want to read the scriptures here. This scripture here. Uh, all of us preachers here, we have probably preached from these scriptures many, many times. The story of the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15. We know the story that a man, and this was a, uh, uh, a, a story, amen. And it said a, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, give me, my, give me the portion of good that followed me, and he divided unto them his living. We know this story very well. He took his goods. He left home, left dad with a broken heart, left dad wondering, will he ever come back? 
He goes down the highway. He wastes his youth. He wastes all of his inheritance, what was his wealth. He leaves behind. We know the Bible talks about that he left behind a brother, servants, and a father. Amen. But I'm going to tell you one thing he left behind. If this story was a real true story, he could not have gotten in this world without a what? Without a mother. Without a mother. And so, as he goes down through the uh, life and he, and he gets down there in a the hog pen, wastes everything, he's now dirty and filthy and uh, he, he's down and out and and sin had just sort of got a hold of his mind and, and entrapped his spirit to where he felt like he was bound down. Amen. But somebody somewhere was a praying for him. I'm sure dad was a praying for him. But as he was there in that hog pen, somehow or another, there was a spirit of God that broke through all of that sin. And everything that he was involved in and made him come to his senses and open up and realize, hey, look the shape I'm in. And I believe with all my heart he began to remember how it was at home. He remembered all the food. He remembered all the clothes. He remembered the good days. And his mind went back to it. He began to talk to himself. He said, I think I know what I'm going to do. I don't know if it'll work out or not. But I believe I'll start heading home. When I get the chance and I get to where I talk to my daddy, I'm going to tell my dad, Dad, I'm coming home, but you don't have to treat me like a son no more. Just give me, just treat me. Your servants has got it better than I have. Lord, just, just, Dad, would you just, uh, uh, I mean, he already had his speech made out before we ever got there. Amen. And we know the story how he comes in. Dad sees him coming far off. And his dad embraces him. They throw a big party. They give him clothes. They put a ring upon his hand to, to uh, establish his authority back in the family. And so we find they kill the fatty calf. Oh, what a celebration it was. But you know what? It don't ever say nothing about his mom. Not one thing was ever said about his mom. And if you'll just bear with us here just a minute, I want to preach to you, amen, about this mom that had no name. I can see this mother. She, she had all the same feelings that, her fa uh, that his father had. But I want to go back in my, in my imagination, this mother of this son. What kind of mother was she? I saw him and I saw all of this the other night. Praise God. I was laying there and I don't know what time in the morning hours it was. But I woke up it was before daylight and it was dark. And I laid there in the bed and I saw all of these pictures roll over and over in my mind about this mom that nobody ever knows her name. Amen. But I saw uh, after she had this little boy, when he was growing up, 
And I'm just going to read it off to you the way I wrote it down. Praise God, the way the Lord gave it to me. And I want to paint a picture for the Lord to help us. And when he was a boy, his mom would, would uh, uh, play with him when he was little, play little games. Amen. I can see as she was the kind of mom, they didn't have the stores to go buy their clothing. She'd go out and she'd uh, find where they had some of the cloth or some of the animal skins and she'd pre prepare him a little outfit to wear. Oh, mamas know. How many of you mamas know what food your kids like best? Most of us, most, most moms know more than the dads do when it comes to what they like and what they don't like. And so she always seemed to know exactly what he liked. There was times he would probably, uh, he was sick in body. Amen. And I remember, I can remember when my boys, they, some of them would cry the night and wouldn't sleep. I've seen Carol sit up and rock them. She was uh, uh, sitting in a chair in the bedroom and rock and rock and rock all night long. And that baby just a crying and a crying. And I know dads do a whole lot. But boy, I tell you what, there's something about a mom. When a child is sick, they want mama. Amen. Praise God. We find that uh, there was times that mama would sing him a few little songs. We're talking that boy that's down there in the hog pen. He had a lot to think about. Praise God. Mama would sing with him all those little kid songs. Amen. Mama would teach him, hey, don't do that. That's wrong. And teach him right from wrong. But as he began to grow up, his mama was one that monitored who he ran around with. Hey, don't be careful. That's bad news you run with them boys there. They stay in trouble all the time. You know how mamas are. Praise God. Aren't you glad tonight, today that there's been great mamas in our lives? And you know what? Seemed like that he never knew, but mama was always secretly playing for him. Amen. Mama would wait up for him to come home during the night when he would be out and about, not going to sleep until she knew that he was safe at home and in bed. Mama would make sacrifices so that he could have things. Mama was the one that washed his clothes and all through life. Amen. Even when she was sick. Even when she didn't feel like doing it. But in order for her family and her children to have clothes to wear and clean clothes, Mama would wash those clothes. We, Mama was the one that noticed the changes taking place in his life. She could see that far away look in his eyes. Mamas, I'm going to tell you something. Your children, like my grandchildren and some of the others, they're small. Amen. How many, how many, you mamas, your children done grown up, but you noticed changes in them when they started drifting away? Could y'all look in their eyes and tell? Could you see it? Oh, what a hurt it is. What a pain it is, praise God. But mama could see all of this, praise God. She noticed his behavior. He didn't have much to do with his family anymore. He was drifting away. And all of a sudden, one day, he comes and tells his dad, Dad, I'm leaving. I'm leaving home. I want my inheritance. Dad gave him his inheritance. But I saw a mama standing there in the, in, in back in, sort of in the shadows, 
with their heart broken. Oh, Lord, don't let this happen. Oh, God, don't let this happen. But you know what? That boy took everything he had and went down the road. Amen. She watched him pack his clothes. She whispered that prayer underneath her breath as he walked away out of, out of sight. Amen. She stood with sadness. Amen. As he just tracked on down the road. Amen. Praying many times during the day. Day after day. God, take care of him. Sleepless nights, wondering whether he's alive or dead, cold or hungry. She watched his dad starting to grow old and his face stressed with worry. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Mama was hurt. Mama saw all of this. Sometimes mamas never speak what they feel because there's not words to describe their feelings, praise God. But this mama that had no name didn't keep her from being a mama. Amen. That calf that was being kept for that special purpose, dad wished and praying, oh, my boy had come home. He told his servant, says, don't y'all do nothing. That calf right there, I'm saving him for a special occasion. They may have not known why they were saving that calf, but he had a, in the back of his mind, Brother Howard, he knew that calf was, had a special meaning. And Mama knew it. I just sort of, in my imagination, he told them servants, said, boys, y'all give that, that calf right there extra feed every day. But I could see Mama slipping out there when nobody's around and giving him another extra batch of feed. Because Mama was expecting him to come home one day. After a while, amen. Praise God. She'd watch his dad go into the field and work with a broken heart. Amen. Watch him return from the field with his head hanging low. She noticed that uh, the laughter and the joy that used to be in the house wasn't there with their boy gone. Amen. Dad always seemed, prior to this, he sat down in the conversation, what have you been doing today? How's everything going? Dad sits now at the table. Didn't have much say. You know why? Mama and Dad was worried, nearly sick. Praise God. Amen. That chair that he sat at the table is now empty. Nobody there to fill it. Amen. She goes to his bedroom and the place where he laid was still there. Everything pretty well in place. Day after day after she'd have her prayer, She'd look down the road to say, you reckon one day he'll come home? Amen. And she'd ask God to take care of him. Amen. She waited to hear news from him all the time. One day, she saw the spirit in her husband change as he ran down the road. All of a sudden, she hadn't seen her husband. He'd get excited about nothing for a long time. But this day, she watched him take off in a burst of speed. 
And he ran and he ran. And it looked like that he was meeting a stranger down the road. But she noticed at a distance he went to hugging this fellow. She noticed he wasn't dressed too well. Noticed his clothes were filthy and nasty and dirty. Praise God. But she knew there was something happened. She watched him come back up the road at a distance. She knew her husband well. But she got to looking at after a little while. She saw, hey, that fellow there walks like my boy. Praise God. He's walking like him. His hair's all grown out long and his beard is shaggy and dirty. But he still walks like my boy. But boy, she saw a bounce in Papa's, in Papa's step she hadn't seen in a long time. Praise God. He was bouncing up the road, Daniel. Amen. This mama observed all of this. Amen. As it came closer, she knew that's my boy. Before he ever got to her, I can just see it in my imagination. Dad's already praising the Lord. Mama gets to praising God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. You've, been, you've answered my prayer. Praise God. You're talking about a spirit and a mama that revived. Praise God. Amen. Amen. They ran toward each other. And as they hugged and embraced each other and began to cry, she looks down at that boy and says, I still love you. Praise God. Isn't it wonderful to have a mama, no matter where we've been and what we've done in life, they still love us. Praise God. I'm preaching to you about a mama with no name. Praise God. And this being Mother's Day, how many knows that your mama's prayed for you in your lifetime? Uh, she kept that eye upon you and watched over you. There's been great grandmothers, that grandmothers that have prayed for their grandchildren. God, watch over my grandchildren. Watch over them, Lord. And I want to tell you today, it's a wonderful thing as we observe Mother's Day. We can't do enough to honor our mothers. Amen. I'm going to tell you, how many of us today, amen, your mother is done gone on. Amen. Done gone on. Some of you here, amen, your mother is still here. I told someone in our family, we lost Sam, Billy, my dad, my stepdad. And my mom was the last one. And I've told different ones. I've said, let me tell you something. I said, as long as there's just one left, it's still, it's still something there. But I said, when that last one is gone, let me tell you something. You don't know what void is until you lose that last one. Amen. There's been times... And I, especially my dad, I've dreamed about my dad many a times. I've dreamed of being up there at Papa Lee's, Bobby's driveway. Used to be in a big apple tree there at the end of the driveway. I don't know why I've dreamed this so many times. I've dreamed sitting on the ground, and my dad would have his head in my lap, and he would just look up and smile at me. Numerous and numerous times I've, I've dreamed those dreams. 
about my parents. Praise God. I don't want to tell you today. I just talked to you a little while about a mama that had no name, but she was a mama. I'd like to encourage every mama that's here. Praise God. Be the best mama you can. And I'd like to encourage every child here and every individual. If your mama is still living, you give her all the glory and honor and credit that she's due because you don't know exactly what she's done for you. We don't always know the time they made sacrifices just so we could have. Amen. So that we could have clothes to wear, food to eat, and things to do. It's been because some mamas play an important role in the character of a person. Amen. And so, as we uh, come to the close of this service, won't Caleb give us a song, if you will? Amen. And I want everybody here, lift your hands, blow your horns in honor of your mother and our mothers today. Praise God. Thank God. Praise the Lord. Honoring our, our uh, mothers today is a great uh, thing. Amen. So we appreciate you being in the service. We wish we could have done better. But I hope I've let you see something that maybe you ain't been looking at in a while. What mamas do for their children. Praise God. What mamas do for their children. Praise God. A mama's love. I tell you what. I'll say this. There's been times I was a little boy and I was sick. I'd rather have my mama put her hand on my head. Just her touch was better than taking medicine. Just if she could just get to where she could touch me. Praise God. I've had my mom pray for me many a times when I was sick in body. And she would shout and speak in other tongues while, while I was sitting there being sick. Amen. And God has kept me to this day. And I thank God. Go ahead and sing, Caleb. On his way back to the father's house, it was all the prodigal could think about. What will I say? What will I tell them? I've been to places I'm so ashamed, I still don't have the words to say. But I've been gone away from home I've been to places I didn't belong I lost everything that I used to own all I can say is I've been gone As that father looked 
Across the field he saw his boy and he ran to him. What is my son? Or am I dreaming? He fell on his neck and he kissed him. He said, son, where have you been? He said, I've been gone away from home. I've been to places I didn't belong. I lost everything that I used to own. All I can say is I've been gone. Well, that father told his servants, go kill that fatty calf. Bring my boy some brand new clothes for this celebration we're about to have. For he's been gone, oh, but now he's home. He's in the place that he belongs. Oh, I'll give him back all the things he used to own. For my boy was gone, but now he's home. Oh, I'll give him back all the things he used to own. For he was gone, but now he's home. All right. Again, we appreciate everybody coming out, being with us today in this service. Um, I told someone uh, the wind is so distracting to me. I have a hard time dealing with wind. Uh, but uh, Lord willing, we'll try to be in a church, have a church service uh, in, indoors next week. Uh, they'll keep you posted on the Internet or something there about if there's any changes to that. And so just be uh, uh, looking for that, and we'll try to get everything out to everybody. And everybody would please come back to church amen we are looking forward to being able to get back to some type of a normal and being able to worship in the house of god god don't let me ever take it for granted and uh, uh just uh, not anything for granted for that matter but uh let's pray and ask god to save our lost people and touch our people that's sick and god knows when this thing's going to end uh, but there's been some great things that's come out of it. And again, let's pray much. And uh, may God bless you. Amen. Bless our mothers that aren't here. Amen. That's uh, at home somewhere or another. And the peace of God be with them. Amen. <laughs>